Welcome to the Wolf Connection Podcast. Let's talk about some wolves. On this episode of the Wolf Connection Podcast, we have with us EP and president of Canyon Road Films and a staunch promoter and donator of Wolf Connection here, Lara Wicks. Lara, thank you so much for making it up to the ranch. Sean, Again, I love, it's my favorite place on earth. It's my happy place. Are you kidding? <laughs> I noticed. I I want to say it was great. I I finally got to meet your your awesome wife and your and the and Ryder and Skylar. The kids are awesome. They were great. They were up here for your birthday, and that was just such a great moment to meet all of your family, your friends. They're such beautiful people, and thank you for sharing that that day with us. That was such a great moment for all of them to be up here. It it was pure magic, John. It, look, everybody. Look, I I prefaced everything with with these folks right i got to let everyone know how amazing this place is and everyone after said you could not you can't describe it i mean you just can't you you didn't tell us how great it's you can't you really cannot put it into words until you come here sure. and and experience it right so it was it was transformational it was magical i love bringing people together it's one of my favorite things to do in life so that was a really really big deal for me to bring my families together right my wolf connection family and my family family my blood family and then my super <laughs> friends they're called super friends no I, I just put quotes in the air but i realized you can't see my fingers as I put the quotes in here. So, so those listening, I just quoted in the air course, yeah. my super friends. She's our quote, and and they're right. They were they were beautiful. And if I may, the story of how this all started, which was beautiful in and of itself. So, my my wife and I are in New York. We're getting tattooed by uh, Chris Mason. So, shout out to Chris Mason, Livewire Arts. If Woo! any of you are in the Long Island area, go to this man. He's a genius. Great artist. Great tattoo artist. And what we had just started a Wolf Connection, and we bring up this place. You really, he says to us, you really need to connect with my friend Lara out in California. Oh, she said he said that. He did. He <laughs> said this. There's this person you need to connect with. She loves wolves. That you guys would jive really well. I love Chris. I I think the email was what maybe within 24 48 hours. You <laughs> saw the email. She donated right away. She sponsored Wolfie, which in turn, your nickname is Wolfie. That is correct. <laughs> that is true. Was, was there a coincidence in that? So, Because I want to know what went through your, your brain when you got that email, you saw what we do, and what was your call to sponsor? And just get dive right in. Okay. First of all, it was a text. Oh, it was a and, text. And so, so this is how I, I dive right in with everything, right? That's kind yeah. of my, that's my ammo, my jam. So um, no stone left unturned and no seconds lost, right? So mm -hmm. I just go, I dive deep and lean in. So Chris Mason literally texted me and said, oh my God these two people are like your people and they are right up your alley and they're with wolves and here's the thing and you got to reach out and they're amazing and I love them. And I said, great. So I looked it up right away. And so we'll get into Wolfie in a second. But when I started reading, I literally had chills. And it's just one of those feelings that you get in life when you think, you know that there is a reason for this, right? Yeah. I'm a big believer in that things are meant for a reason and they happen. And when you start to align with things that you're supposed to align with on your path, then you get these big signs. Anyone who knows me that's listening, you know me and my signs. I'm doing that quote again. Yeah. So I felt like, wow, this must, this is a big sign. I should be involved with these people and this organization. And I just fell in love. Every word that I was reading, every image that came up, it just resonated with me. And so, and then I started to peruse the wolves. And I kid you not, I saw the visual of Wolfie before I saw Wolfie, which is, by the way, my nickname was yeah. 
And I, that's when the other chills came. I went, shut up. No way. No way. <laughs> this is, come on. This it's is, kismet. That it had to be done. This is the biggest sign ever. Yeah. Boom. Donating. Boom. How do I visit? Yeah. Yeah. That was so great. Yeah. Cause it was such a, it was such a quick turnaround. It was, I think it was around the holidays, if I'm not mistaken. And we, we came back and all of a sudden there's this private on the, this private on the docket that we've never met before. And then you've been here, it's three and a half years already, yeah, which is, which crazy. is insane in, of, in and of itself that it's evolved into this partnership. And we, we were just talking before we went on, you've always loved wolves and you're, you were saying your father was a huge influence. How did that start? Because you grew up in Toronto in Canada. Right. So was there, did that start there? Were there any wild experiences up there? What was, how did you get started? Oh, there were, oh, there were wild experiences, <laughs> John. Yeah. But that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, I grew up with German shepherds, first of all, ever mm -hmm. since I was a baby. Um, my father, I'm going to go even further back. So, my dad, this is how I talk, by the way, in tangents. So try and follow everyone. <laughs> Good luck. Strap yourself in. So my dad was a fighter pilot and he flew the F-86 Sabre. That was the jet. It was the first dog fighting jet to break the speed of sound or something crazy like that. And so when he retired, he started getting German Shepherds and the first German Shepherd he named Sabre. And then it became Sabre 1, Sabre 2, Sabre 3. I think by the time I came along, I was born in 69, it was Sabre number four, but Sabre number one for me. Mm -hmm. So German Shepherd, Sabre number one, you literally couldn't get to me, the baby, until you passed the German Shepherd. You would have to get through Sabre. He was kind of like my, my guard dog. Your guard dog, right? yeah. So I grew up with these, you know, these big dogs, very wolf-like mm -hmm. in some way, German Shepherds, right? Same bit, yeah. kind of family. Yep. And my dad had a property. And the German shepherds would tell us when the wolves would come along because the wolves would come along the property line and they would lower their heads down and they would peek. They come out, they clear the woods, right? It was about two acres to the wood, the wood line. Mm -hmm. And the dogs, I mean, my dad eventually had three dogs all the time, three saber ones. It wasn't saber one two. It was saber, and then, anyways, um, that's a whole other thing. That's right. The dogs, <laughs> saber, fun. and Bentley and Casho, they would look, and they would, and they would announce. And we go, oh, there we go. There are wolves. Where are they? Oh, they're over there. They would come and they would peek and they would just check us out and they would walk really slowly, never ever quick, and then they would disappear back into the woods, just taking a peek. Right. My dad then started collecting wolf art, and Robert Bateman is a mm. really famous artist, beautifully, beautifully painted photograph um, images of um, animals and nature. And the wolves are some of the most beautiful ones that he's done. And my dad has a big one. I think it's called the black wolf. And when you look at this huge painting, you can see what looks like tree trunks. And then when you look even closer, you realize, no, these are like smaller branches and then there's the legs of the wolf and the wolf looks like tree trunks. The legs of the wolf looks like tree trunks mm. and you can kind of see and then it comes out to the picture and you <laughs> see him emerge. Wow. So um, then we started collecting books and, you know, always did some research and was always fascinated by the wolf and then learned more about the, the way of the wolf and the pack and just started to really gain a huge respect for this animal. And I kind of felt like he became my spirit animal. Yeah. I feel, yeah, you've said that a couple of times when you come up here. I mean, you could tell just by the way you're talking. Please continue. I mean, this is great. So um, then I took this course called uh, The Tracker by Tom Brown. And 
if you ever can pick up the book, it's a fascinating read. I mean, this man is just mind-blowing his life and what he's done. And really quick, he grew up in the backwoods of New Jersey, was raised by a Native American Indian by the name of Grandfather, and he was raised with that Native American philosophy. And he, uh, as, a, as a job, he became a tracker because he learned how to track from a very early age. And then he was um, hired by the U.S. government to go find people because he could go track. And so people would get lost when they go hiking and he would go look for them and he would find them. Mm. And he just got so tired of finding these people passed away because they couldn't survive the elements. So then he said, how do I make a difference? How do I make an impact with what I had these gifts that I have? So he decided to put together this program on uh, wilderness survival, and I say that again with my quotes in the air, guys. Yeah. As in, how? What are the what are the things that you need to do if you get thrown out into the woods naked without anything? First and foremost, shelter. People always think, oh, it's fire, it's food, it's water. No, it's shelter, guys. Yeah. You've got to shelter yourself from the elements, right? So, anyways, he put this together this this program called the Tracker. I took the Tracker, and during that program. Um, you talk about your spirit animals. And I had two come up for me, and one was the red-tailed hawk, and the other was the wolf. Two things which we are, which we have a lot of up here yes. in, at the ranch. Yes, we have a lot of red-tailed hawks. Yes, yeah, so I'm everywhere, there. guys. You are. You are everywhere. I mean, and because uh, I was going to ask how that happened. So you learned about it while you were still living in Toronto, and then you went down and took the course, or did he come up and... Did Tom? Did you go down to Tom Brown and and take the course? I researched it. It actually came through. I had a meditation coach at the time. His name was Graham Millington. He's saved my life, and he said, "Read this book." And then I read the book, and then I wanted to know more about the program. So I looked up the program, and I looked it up, and it was I was living in Canada. And there was a program available at the time, one program in New Jersey at one time of the year, and then the other was in the Santa Cruz Mountains in California. I said, I'm going to go to the one in California, thinking, oh, it's going to be warm. No, guys, no. It was freezing. No, it's fucking fucking cold (laughs) up in the Santa Cruz Mountains in January. Like, was I insane? So the the dropout rate is this one-week-long course. The first week is... The first week I took, which was wilderness survival, and then the second week I enrolled in as soon as I finished that, which was called philosophy, and it was Native American philosophy, and that's when you would go deep into meditation. But that first week, the dropout rate is like something like 60% because people just are faced with their own shit. Excuse my language. Yeah. It's, 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 a, it's an incredibly transformational experience, and it's just the best thing that I've ever done. Best thing I've ever done. I be, I became, I got in touch with my inner warrior in mm-hmm. that and, and not in the way physically that you think, oh, I can go in the woods and no, no, it's, it's your spiritual warrior. Right. Yeah. So I, I, um, yeah. So anyways, that was, that was great. That's yeah. I, I mean, can talk about that for hours. No. But. And that's such a great, it feels like the, those things intertwine in, in, in the work that you do. And it shows with your team that, you know, and your friends that come up here and it also just, it, it's such a great character building thing that it, it, if I wouldn't have known that about you and if I don't know that story, it shines through. Because yeah. every time we have that have a discussion with you, I, I see now where that comes from, where that fire is and where you find those things. So Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Tom Brown, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> so you, so, you're, in, so you're, you're there in Canada and 
so your dad was the big influence. How about mom? Was mom, where was she in the picture in terms of, and, and by the way, so Lara's mother, Eleanor uh, Calbis, right? I said that correctly, was a renowned uh, soprano opera singer up in Canada. She, I know she's passed uh, four years ago now. Yeah. Is that correct? Yep. So um, no longer in this earth, no but longer. with me every day. I yeah. Tell but so what was her, what was her influence or was it, or was it all dad in terms of as the far wolf, as the wolf, as far as the wolf well, my mother was a passionate, passionate woman who loved all things living. Okay. Cool. She was also a diva in the best sense. possible. <laughs> she was a true diva, my darling, yeah. but she loved dogs and loved animals. It was my father, really the influence on wolves and living in Canada. My, my mom was born in the Philippines and she came over with $20 in her pocket and made a career for herself and was on Broadway at the age of 21 wow. and joined the Canadian Opera Company and has had an astounding life. In fact, I'm doing a documentary on my mom right now. I can't wait till that comes out. Yeah. You have to let us know. Please yeah, yeah, let me know because yeah. I want to watch it, it. it. By the way, it's a journey, a documentary about a parent. Which I just encourage, invite everyone to actually interview your parents if you if you are so blessed to have them and find out more things about them because it's fucking amazing. Yeah. Because yeah. I've been interviewing other people too about my mom. I'm like, wait, I didn't know about my what? <laughs> what she did this? She thought these things. She was that way when I when I was in her belly. It's just it's it's incredible and it just gives you context and a frame of reference of who you are and why you are the way you are and why they decided to parent you the way they did, yeah. right? And that is such a gift. And then you can pass that on, right? And then you, you understand where that legacy comes from. So it's just, that's a whole other podcast too, guys. <laughs> we, we got two other podcasts to we talk have two about. Other. Yeah. Lara's already <laughs> setting our schedule. We're good, Stephen. We can <laughs> we can have so many of these. So so they're both in, in different ways. They're clearly forming your, your passion for this. Yeah. And it just, and it shows in, in all the things that you do. So she's there. You know, she forms. So, what makes you? So, you're up in Canada. They're in their They're in your backyard, literally. Yeah. So, what's the the call? And you've been in TV and and movie production for 25 years. So, what's the call then to come to Los Angeles? Okay. So, I was. Um, this is a whole other podcast too, guys. <laughs> so, I was uh, before. So, yeah. So, I was married to a professional hockey player, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cool. I was a hockey wife, <laughs> and that's you know three chapters before in my in my autobiography. And we were traded from um, he was a goalie. We were traded from the Senators to Atlanta. At the time, I was a working actress. Okay, this is in '97. We were married for six years. Um, we had a uh, uh, you know it started to dissolve the marriage. And my first when we were in Atlanta, I booked my first movie in L.A in 99 and I shot it and it did very well. I did very well on set. I was one of the leading actors and a manager said, you should stay, you should stay, you should stay for pilot season. And already the marriage was starting to dissolve. So I said, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna get an apartment in LA. You keep going on with your season and then we'll figure out what, you know, so we hadn't really legally separated yet, um, but it was getting to that point, right? So I stayed for pilot season. I did very well. Um, then the marriage dissolved. I got a divorce and then I just stayed in LA, right? Mm -hmm. And I I credit Gloria Calderon-Kellett, who is a, an amazing, incredible woman. She's a showrunner on many shows, 
um, an award-winning screenwriter. And um, she actually had me produce my first event without me even knowing it, that I had worked on a project with her and she had written a book and she was getting it published and she wanted to show it, have sort of this book, uh, open book, what is it called when you have a- Like a book release. Book signing, thank book you. Book signing, thank yeah. You, okay, you, yeah. $10,000 And I just produced the whole event. You know, I got the, I got the venue- at the time, I was bartending on the side to make money, right? right. Um, so I got the bar that I was working at to host it. I got the drink sponsor. I you know, put up the signage. I got the invites out. It was a great success. And so at the end of it, she said, you know what you're doing, right? Like, you're, 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 you're a producer. Yeah. You, you put it together. This is what producers do. What? Yeah, this is what producers do, Laura. You bring people together. You make shit happen. You should look into production. And that's, I tell you. That is how I first started. I worked from in front of the camera then to behind the camera, and I just started working my ass off with every opportunity I could get. I mentored under the other producers. I gripped. I helped out with the wardrobe department. I PA'd. I assisted. I associate produced. I then worked, I, you know, I worked night night and day. I bartended at night and had 18-hour days for about two years straight. And then I got my first break. And then I got another break and another break. And I produced a film and then another film and then a commercial and then people heard about me and my name started going around and I got a job offer and I got it and then that's kind of how it went. Man, and it's, you know what's interesting about this, about this journey of yours, because we, because you've been here at Wolf Connection long enough to know that sometimes the wolves don't just have the one role. So you, throughout the course of your journey, have taken on all these different roles, whether it was alpha or beta or omega or whatever tracker hunter, you know, and you've done all these different things, whether you know it or not. Did that ever play? Did you ever think about that? I mean, because you've studied them, obviously. You, the wolves are a passion of yours. Did you ever think that was a, did you, going through this entire process of your life and your career, you're like, wow, I actually feel like I'm a wolf in this scenario a little bit. Um, I didn't think about it until actually you went through a couple of weeks ago at my birthday and you talked about the hierarchy and that it's not a triangle or pyramid, it's actually a circle. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, I'm, I am the alpha in my life right now, but I have been, wow, I've been the nanny, I've been the scout, I've been the hunter, I've been, oh, wow, I've kind of done, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> I wonder if that has, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's all Again, fun. another sign. Yeah. So I thought about it actually for the first time a couple of weeks ago when we were together. Yeah. That's insane. It's it's such a great and you've had such a it's such an interesting journey to come from that. So I mean, I'm trying to think where there's so many things. I have a lot of things. Do you have anything to add, Stephen? You have any questions? Wolfie. Can, Don't you want to hear about Wolfie? I do want to hear about Wolfie. Yeah, so, Wolfie. Yeah, so let's hear about Wolfie. Wolfie. Okay, Go ahead. Wolfie. Wolfie. So I'm working on a project with a bunch of amazing actors. And um something happened. And I solved the problem. I lo- I'm a solutionist, guys. Like mm. my superpower on set and with people is to solve problems and solve it with a smile. And I'm kind of like a fixer. Uh, I solve problems, right? Mm. So that's my jam. So this happened, this big thing happened on set. And Drew Powell said, I texted him. I said, hey, I'm doing a podcast. Am I allowed to drop your name? He said, yes. <laughs> He's an actor. He said, holy shit, she's like the wolf. You know, 
like the wolf, like Har- Harvey Keitel's character from Pulp Fiction. She, you know, it, it, yeah. I don't know if you remember it, but he said, mm-hmm. I'm the wolf, I solve problems. Yeah. So that's how that happened. And then on a movie he was on, he was working on, he got me a rap hat. Like I like baseball hats and he got the wolf and that became a thing. And then the wolf became wolf and then wolf became wolfie. And then that's kind of how that and now I've been wolfing. She is wearing a wolf hat right now, <laughs> as we're, we're doing, just so we're clear. It's true. Everyone. And I mean, everything, so you, right. So you you come here, you work, you work Rebel Films for a little bit, and then you you take this, I mean, you even say- Ginormous leap Huge of leap, leap of faith. Huge. You start your own production company, yes. Canyon yes. Road Films. Yes. And it's, it's based around your, I mean, looking at the page and going through it, you- <laughs> You lay it out so perfectly, like a pack mentality, in terms of what you're doing. I mean, what are the things? How does how has that influenced you to make that leap, and then in turn turn your production company into your love and your passion? Yeah. So, so as you know, I lost my mom right in 2016, and so anyone who know it's so weird because before I lost a parent, people always said, you know, I think I'm a pretty empathetic person, right? But people always said, yeah, you just don't get it until it actually happens. And then when it happens, you get it. It's so crazy, the shift in your life when you lose a parent, right? So I here I am, I lost my mom. And then I, I just, so many things I saw completely differently in the way I was living my life and the people that I was surrounding myself with. Not that it was terrible, but that it wasn't the most extraordinary or the most optimal that I could be. And for some reason, when I lost her, I had her voice in my head. She said, go do what you're, you need to do. You need to go out and be on your own, go do it. Why, why, why are you waiting? Go, go be and work with the people that you wanna work with and surround yourself with the people that surround you wanna be surrounded with, that lift you up, that make you better than you know yourself to be and that you do that for them. Go, go find your tribe and just hone in and start walking that path. Mm-hmm. I heard that. And that's what she gave me that courage. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. So I took that leap of faith and it, the net caught me mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was just right away, it was just bananas. Like I, I had, there was a lot of fear, but there was a lot of excitement too. And a lot of crazy inspirational spiritual courage that I got from her, but I leapt and it just, it came and the universe opened up and all of these clients who just, you know, they were, we just had relationships and they loved me as a human being. I loved them too. And they said, let's do this. You opened up your company. Come on. We yeah. got to shoot. We got to shoot. We got another shoot. We got another shoot. And boom, 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 boom. And it would become back to back to back to back to back. I mean, it wasn't until six months later that I opened up my website because I had no fucking time. Yeah. We were shooting so much. I was like, oh my God, we have to put a website together, you guys. <laughs> we should probably do this. We're on the map now, right? Yeah. So it was, uh, yeah, it was great. It's been great. It's been awesome. And That's my, been awesome, my yeah. pack, my pack, I call them my pack, my team. Yeah. They're my, they're my, they're amazing. You know them. I know they're, them. Yeah. And it, and they, they've been up, they've been up here a couple of times and I, and I want to broach that with you too, because what have you seen? Has anything been different? Oh, and, I, yeah. and I saw, cause you, what's great about you, like you said, is you're a, you, you bring people together. And so you bring your team up here. They've been up, I believe three or four times already. What have you seen that they've gained from coming here with you yeah. and understanding the dynamics yeah. of how uh, your passion and the wolf pack and yeah. how that John, know, John is so huge. I mean, and I, and my intention of bringing them up 
was that like I knew I knew I I knew that something tremendous was going to come out of them coming here but I, I really had no idea it turned into something even better so um first of all the experience was very emotional um for every person they had a different reaction right and it was their own unique experience and so that in itself just to talk about that 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 dialogue is so special and i and it opens up conversation to things you wouldn't normally talk about mm. right oh i have a thing in my life with this and it, i was really confronted and then and this happened today and it brought up that for me and i was in and, and we would never talk about that had it not been for that right and it just kind of felt like it sealed the circle with my pack now now we're complete I'm getting a little verklempt mm. talking about it right now. It's emotional for me because then I have this tingly feeling of, yeah, that's why that's why I'm supposed to be here. That's why this is part of my path. That's why I needed to bring, bring the people here. This is this is exactly what I need to be doing with my pack on this path. I need to be doing things like this. This is part of our path together and our journey, right? We're also meditating together, like all these things that just elevate us to a place of now we're in the trenches together. I kind of feel like we got a little like, I'm doing this thing, but no one can see it. You know, when you <laughs> point your fingers at someone's eyes and you point them back, yeah, yeah. I see you now, I see you. Yeah. There's this um, relatedness that wasn't there before we came to Wolf Connection, that we have a level of communication that is just better. Yeah, it's that, almost- That's the way I can yeah. say it. It's almost, like, it's almost a deeper understanding, right? It's a deep, you, you, when you meet people, we've had this discussion with people that have come here, with kids, with even with Teo and, and Amanda, is when you reach that, almost that primal level and you sort of really go deep and underneath all of the stuff and you get to that, really the bare bones of what is what's actually makes us tick, it really enhances your abilities once you figure that out. And you go, okay, this is where I'm starting from. And this is where we're going to go. And it's, we always say there's sacred timing with everything, with, with the wolves, with ourselves as volunteers and staff, I'm sure with mm -hmm. yourself. I mean, you, you went head first and man, you know, you didn't stop, but man, that's it, that timing and that container to be able to do all these things is just incredible. Yeah. I want to, I want to say something about the wolves. So there's something so magical about their teaching that you can't put your finger on it, right? And then you experience it and it all, it just opens, I feel it, it opens up this space in your life to learn, but also teach, right? So it's, it's, it's opening up space for you to open up your heart and then, and then get in touch with kind of your higher self, whatever it may be that you believe in, right? Whether it be your higher self or God or, mother earth or your chakras or just you period the things that block us from getting in touch with that i feel like the wolves get in and they just kind of pry it open and you can't you can't not but open up and it just becomes this experience of this overwhelming experience of oh god okay i can just for a second just breathe and just be quiet and i don't have to say anything and i can just and that's when the magic happens. Yeah. And then you take that with you and you can be that way with others, with your kids, with yourself, with your spouse, with your friends, with your coworkers. 
and you take that with you. So that magic that you get from here, yeah. it goes out in the world. Mm-hmm. It makes the world a better place. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm about no. to cry guys, I'm about okay. to cry. It's okay. <laughs> but it, it, we need more places like this in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, especially right now, we need it so bad. So I'm so grateful that this has existence for me and my people that we can come in and then come out and make an impact in our communities because it's, it's tangible. It's palatable. It is, it is real. Right. Yeah. And the world just gets a little bit more healing. And it's, and it's people like you that when you come here and, you know, the intention is just to sort of give you, give you the guidance and just to see, you know, have the experience. And it's for you, for it to have the impact it's had on you is, is more, I think, than we could ever have asked for. And that it's, and that it's impacted you personally. It's impacted you professionally. It's impacted you, you know, uh, in, a, in a way that has grown exponentially, mm-hmm. even as you're growing in yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, was that, did you feel that when you first, when you first came here and you saw Wolfie in person? Well, well Wolf to person. <laughs> <laughs> was that something that, did that start that? Or it, was it something that kind of, was it an igniter almost? Was that one of those things? You see the picture on oh, the I website, see the picture, right? Yeah, you we have the, the website up. That picture. That, yeah. So my dad says so often to me, he has that picture. I, get, I printed it and sent it to him because, mm. you know, he's, he's 85 years old. I can't be sending stuff over the internet. <laughs> right. I have to print it and send it to print him. Print it, right. And he's, he has it sitting um, at his desk, which he goes to on a daily basis. And he loves that picture. And he said, it's so encompasses who you are. I love that. There's such joy in you, right? Yeah. And there was so, I, I operate from a place of joy. So the first time I went in, I'll never forget when I sat down and they came to me. <laughs> and Wolfie, right away, it was so bananas. Mm. Even I, th- you were there. I was there, yep. And it was like I had, you know, hello, old friend. Yeah. Yep. It was Wolfie, JC, and Ranger. And actually, that's the picture on your bio at the yes. bottom. Yes. If you go to if you go to Lara's uh, page, we'll we'll uh, talk. If it's Canyon Road Films, but if you go to her bio at the bottom, it's Wolfie, <laughs> Ranger, and JC. If you yeah. go to about, you click on about, and then you click on Wolfie. And then we're having technical issues, guys. Mercury's in retrograde. I, I blame Mercury right now. <laughs> Mercury's Fucking Mercury, sorry. Uh, yeah, right. so if you go to about and it says Wolfie and you'll see the, the, yeah, that, the picture that, in there. It's, that was the first time I came. That yeah. was the first day. It was incredible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's just, and, and that's, and the wolves come from a place of where, you know, if you're open to learning and understanding, they're just going to give it right back to you. Yeah. And I think that's, it's such a beautiful sign for those things to happen. And it, it's happened with your team. It's happened with your friends. So it's, they're an extension of you, which I think is such a great, and that's why I believe you're such a powerful conductor for all these things. And it shows. Thank you. That we were able to connect in that way and for you to come here and be, yeah, um, and be that conduit. Yeah, my team, Christine, Adam, and Gabby, yeah. they, they adore coming here. 
and the every chance that we get in between shoots, you mean this is the first thing that we do in between. Uh, well, other than spa day, well, that's not <laughs> happening anymore. Right. But you know, how do we decompress? How do we how do we ground ourselves? How do we get back before we you know dive into the next shoot? This is one of the things that we do, and we come here and we reset. So, how do you reset when you couldn't? If you can't come here. What are some of the things that you've taken from here and that you do to reset before I, you go to a next I, shoot? I go to nature. I just find nature. I just find trees and things where I can put my feet and connect with Mother Earth. I have to I have to go to nature. I camp. I go camping. Mm-hmm. My wife doesn't like it. You know, I'm camping on my own. She thinks it's dangerous, which it is, but um I I like to go and be alone in the woods. I grew up an only child, so I just like to get quiet in mm-hmm. the forest and have the animals come out. And I love to watch whether it be a bird or a, or a rat or a squirrel or God, if I'm grace enough, a wolf, you know, right. um, or a deer. I just love seeing animals in the wild. Yeah, it seems like, and again, like you say, it's your happy place. It's where you go to reset. And mm-hmm. I think that's, that's huge, especially right now is we have, you have places to go to or or a way to get there, a meditation, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And but you seems- can get in your car and you can drive up to, Angels National Forest. You can just step out of your car and you can be in nature right now. You're allowed yeah. to do that. Yeah. That's what we can do, right? Yeah, that's insane. That's uh, it's great. I mean, what? Because I know, and I, I didn't mention this before. So when you started your website too, because you started the company, you get the website going, and I know you reached out to us and you go, "I want, I'd love to have some of the house." Oh yeah, this was so great. And that so go into that because I I, I remember I remember on your first visit. And they did Hal, and I remember. So how? What was? So you you physically meet them, and then what's the verbal connection that you felt in that moment when you heard them howl? And now they're obviously howling on your homepage. Yeah, something happens. Like your blood changes temperature when you're here and you hear them howl. It really is. It's something so indescribable, right? That's it. Just shakes you from your most inner being, and you almost feel. I felt like when I heard them howl at my birthday, I thought it's the best birthday song ever, you guys, come on. <laughs> it's a beautiful, there's something hot. We grew up thinking it's haunting, right? There's something yeah. eerie and haunting about it. But as you start to be blessed with getting to know what wolves are really about, um, it's their form of communication, right? Yeah. And they're communicating. And the fact that they that you are blessed to be within earshot of hearing that communication is a blessing too. Um, I lo- I could listen to it for hours, guys. Yeah. But when we were, we went through several iterations with this website. Yeah. And originally it was just gonna be the, ooh, just one. And then Diana Horowitz, one of my creatives that I work with, she said, don't you feel like they should be, your team should be answering. Your pack, yeah. And we should hear these footsteps. And we all collaborated on that. Yeah, it would be great as if I'm, calling out and then Christine and Adam and Gabby are then answering my call. And then we thought, wouldn't it be great? It's kind of this subliminal message of, we answer your call to the clients. So that's when I reached out to Wolf Connection and said, hey, it'd be so great if we could actually have our wolves answer. Yeah. This call on this website. And so those are your wolves. It's, this yeah. is the sound of the wolves. It's, re- it's really awesome. And it, it, doesn't it teach us too that we don't necessarily need to have that, you know, I don't need to physically be around 
you in order to feel that emotion or feel that my blood t- my blood change temperature mm-hmm. or anything. Mm-hmm. It can be a howl. It can be, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it can be visual. It can be, you know, sitting apart, distancing, but at least we can see. Yes. You know? I, I have something funny to share with you. Allow me to take a sip. <laughs> it's water, guys. It's water. <laughs> Come on. Um, so... We, so we work on set, right? We work on these big shoots. There's anywhere from right. 60 to 100 people on set per day. And we have walkie-talkies because we're rolling with sound. So um, a lot of the time we'll howl over the walkie. <laughs> or when we rap, you know, we're in different parts of the set and I'll just go, oh, and I'll hear, ooh, <laughs> over there. My first AD, Francesca Bravos, does that a lot. She'll howl for me and say, where is she? <laughs> <laughs> so it's been our form of communication on set, which is who's, really endearing. Who's got the, who's got the, whose howl can you pick out on set <laughs> uh, from I, your team? I, I can't, I can, I can decipher Francesca's. I know what Christine's sounds like. I know what Adam's sounds like. And I know what Gabby's sounds like. It's for everyone. You're just, you're just on it. You're, I, you're, I know them. I feel like you're a radar too, though, because you're just, every, everything is in your, you envelop it all, I feel like, when you're there too, which is a producer, obviously, an executive producer. Yeah, I, yeah. F- I found my thing. Guys, you got you to, everybody, please find what you love to do that you do best. and Because f- that's when you can make a difference in this world, right? When you are, when you have joy and you are extraordinary and you are your best self at whatever you're doing, that's when you're going to spread that out and make a difference in your world in your community and in your life go don't be miserable be happy yeah work is hard it's fucking hard i get it. it's challenging but there's always that glimmer of joy when you're doing the thing that you're supposed to be doing in your life yeah so if you're not doing that change it go take the leap of faith the net will find you because the universe will open it up for you because it will say yes please come this is what you're supposed to be doing because this is how I think this is how we end the podcast, right? This is it. This well, is I, it. I, we're, <laughs> this we're going to end it. But I, I do, you've, the thing is, you've said so many wonderful things. Mm. My, the last thing I, I will ask you is, when you hear the word wolf, what does that mean to you? Uh, well, uh, before me, let's say before me, before I was nicknamed the wolf, because I hear wolf, I think me. <laughs> and then I think of all things wolf that I have in common with. But before that, it's most beautiful, most powerful, most spiritual, amazing, amazing animal on the planet that embodies everything that I've ever, ever aimed myself to be. The most beautiful creature on earth. I see, I see... A big, when you say wolf, in my, in my mind's eye, I see a big, beautiful face and eyes staring right into my soul. That's awesome. Beautiful. That's beautiful. Before we go, so any of you that are out there that are looking for production, if you want to check out Lara's website, canyonroadfilms.com. Your, your Instagram is... Uh, is Canyon, Canyon Road Films. Canyon Road Films yeah. on Instagram. And then you on Instagram are, what is your Instagram? Wolf, <laughs> wolf underscore Wix. Wolf underscore Wix <laughs> on Instagram. If you 
any of the wolves that we talked about today, if you guys feel the need to, or you want to, check out our website, wolfconnection.org. Our Instagram is wolfconnection, one word. Check out the stories, check out the ancestors. Best it's place on earth, guys. Best place on earth. Lara, we will have you back again. We have so much, we have to get into the tracker thing. Okay. We have to get back into that again. <laughs> she right. gave us like three podcasts. I know, we have at least three. <laughs> at least three. Steven, Steven's got them on the schedule. Can we do it at night where we have like a bottle of whiskey and shit? Is that all <laughs> I mean. <laughs> we'll have to see. We'll check with Copy the higher that. ups on that one. Copy that. that. that one. Uh, Lara, thank you so much. Oh, thanks, yeah, thank you so Appreciate much. you for making the time and coming up. Uh, house to all of you out there. We will see you on the other side. We'll see you next time. Oh. Oh.